Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan is joined by Jim Clare, former direct response copywriter who crafted handfuls of hit offers for some of the biggest names in affiliate marketing, in dating, weight loss, fitness, and supplements. Over the course of about eight years, he noticed something off with the constantly asserted but never questioned marketing tactics and business models and what that manifested. So on his path to fulfillment, he changed course, now works with entrepreneurs and freelancers, and promotes a better way to do marketing with integrity and honesty. Here's a glimpse of the exclusive insights you're about to discover. How to analyze particular goals to scale any business to seven figures or more, the danger of dopamine and how it can lead to scaling addictions that can cause you to lose everything. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy. Um, but one thing that you talked about when we were chatting previously was um, that that's not always the right path for a lot of people, right? Like it, it doesn't, and shouldn't maybe be the focus or emphasis. So I'd love to hear a little bit more of your thoughts around that. And like, when does, you know, trying to scale make sense or, or how do we, how do we approach that philosophically? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, something I've been kind of thinking a lot on lately is like there's particular goals of a campaign, right? So, I mean, I'm just, I was actually just writing this in email today. I mean, like a local therapist, right? You're in Las Vegas, like a local therapist or psychiatrist, you know, they were, if they're really good, you know, their word of mouth is going to scale for them. But, you know, if they're a thought leader, they're on Twitter or something else, they can obviously scale a little bit more, but they don't need the global advertising campaign of Budweiser, right? That they're, they're not going to be able to handle that. It's too much. The marketing expenses is going to be crazy. You know, so that's, so it comes down to their particular goal. Like what kind of margins, what kind of rate of return are they, do they need to be growing at the lifestyle they want? Like if they really want a lot of money, then yes, they can scale it. But that product on their back end, or, you know, for them, it's their personality and their work. They're going to have to take on, you know, what kind of product are they setting up in order to keep that business coming back? But so they don't need that, you know, we're going to cure all your ills in three days. You know, like, you know that that's going to draw a customer that's probably not going to be very good for them. But on the flip side, where it's something more, um, you know, if a company's doing it more, you know, one time, or you know, can go back to Budweiser, I suppose, like they're obviously much more of a global thing. They're not really doing direct marketing that much anymore. But, you know, their goal is to lower the, you know, their production costs, lower their, you know, so that way they can, you know, ship the beer quicker or ship their other alcohols quicker and scale it quicker and get more people drinking it quicker. It's not just necessarily tied to Budweiser. 
So there's particular goals and nuances that, that sit in the spectrum. And I think a lot of direct marketers tend to, especially in the world that we're in, you know, you must constantly just, it's like showing up to every single, you know, it's like you must drive in a funny car everywhere you go, like the drag racing funny car. Like you must drive in this all the time and hit on the gas all the time. Like, well, not really. Like there's other successful ways and you can be patient. That doesn't mean like, you know, we're avoiding money, but you know, your, your growth, uh, you know, how you want to be growing your business is going to be a little bit different than hammering on the gas all the time. Um, so it's those kinds of questions that you have to be looking to that business model. What do I want? You know, what is my expenses? What, you know, what kind of lifestyle do I want? Uh, you know, before you're ratcheting up or, you know, it's like, we're going to just going to, I'm going to do most of my marketing via, you know, it could be via Twitter or it could be via a pitch on YouTube or, you know, I'm, I'm utilizing various things and what's coming my way. So I think there's kind of, I mean, it's, it's hard to kind of put that always in tangibles, but it is kind of that goal uh, of the business. And of course it takes some expenses, X, Y, Z. and everything. Right. Yeah. No, no, I think, and I think that's a great point. And um, cause you see that all the time. I mean, there's, there's people, there's hidden runs, right? There's like the sort of direct response offers where they're, it's like a money grab. They're like, if we get like six good months, like a year, like we're happy, right? And then there's other people who maybe think they're building something like more long-term, but they scale so fast and everything breaks. I mean, that happens all the time too, because they are probably because in their, their mentality, it's like, I, part of it's probably even a validation, right? Like, oh, I want to have an eight figure offer or something like that. Cause like then I really made it. And then Often there's a good, you know, a good greed component when make money too and all that, but like, um, part of it's probably a validation component, but yeah, you just see even those people, if you don't put the, if you don't have the foundation, I mean, really cliche, right. But if you don't have the foundation and you just start trying to build the house, like everything falls apart and you, you see that all the time. So I think there's a lot of wisdom and making sure the pieces are actually in place. I, I guess one question, you know, and you may not have an answer. This is a really tough question and, and unique to everybody probably, but like, how do you think you know when you are ready to sort of put your foot on the gas a little bit, you know, like, what would, how do you think about that? I mean, obviously it's, it's hard. I mean, knowledge and insight is always tough to predict. You know, it's, it's very easy to be wrong. I mean, I think the easiest thing is always, I think a lot of people will complicate themselves that they need to, or they complicate or distract themselves. I need to read, 15 success books, or I need to see what, you know, Warren Buffett is doing. I need to see what this is doing. But, you know, as you know, the more you get your feet wet, th that's going to be the experience. And that's going to give you a lot of the information that you need back. That's not saying don't learn, right? You know, it's important. You know, the, the more you, you sharpen your skills, the more you sharpen your, your craft, the better you're going to take, uh, you know, chance of, or the better you're going to grab hold of opportunities uh, the better your business is going to grow, your career is going to grow. But as far as a business, I mean, it's, you know, I think it has to, I think a lot of people tend to forget the numbers. So, right, if you have your, like you're starting your small, say, info product, you know, I mean, you're just, it's a side job and it's kind of getting a few people your way, then you can start advertising maybe a little bit, you know, okay, I'm going to put a little bit more, I'm going to try one of these sales letters, you know, and then I'm going to try in a different avenue to get more people my way. It's working great. So I'm going to, you know, I have enough money to cover this so I can grow a little bit more. So there is that kind of more organic growth, but I think there's, you know, it's knowing when to avoid that dopamine rush. If, well, I got this huge hit. Now it's, now it's, you know, it's spiraling. Well, I got to get another big hit, mm. you know, so you have to kind of be, 
wary of that. And it, it's, it's really hard, right? I mean, like it's really hard to answer that when you need to grow, when you're not to grow, but usually it's, it's experimenting, but be open to the fact that, okay, I just had a huge hit. My ego wants to get an even bigger hit, but right now that might not be the goal. So we have this XYZ customers. Let's see what we can build from these particular customers. Maybe it's, you know, maybe we can't go so much on a front end anymore. We have to harbor the relationships on the back end. Uh, you know, maybe there's you know, some sort of product uh, development that we can do in the back end or, or improve some sort of onboarding experience or something like that to keep these people versus like, I must chase that big hit. Um, you know, it, but it's tough, you know, like a lot, I mean, big corporations screw this up all the time too, but I mean, they have monopoly money to, to make mistakes. Uh, but you know, smaller businesses have to be really careful of, of, instead of just chasing that hit after hit, after hit, after hit, after hit. Um, I think so. Again, like I mentioned earlier, a lot can come back to numbers. I mean, realize that marketing is an is an expense. Um, you know, is it helping you? You know, you know, is it lowering costs anywhere else because your product is you know is getting easier to produce, or if you're more of a personality, you know, or do you need to perhaps create a different? You know, do you need to adapt and create a more you know more intimate, say a you know a, a consult or a, or an event type thing? You know, you have to be cognizant. Of of uh, you know of, of where where you need to be. Yeah, no, that makes that makes a ton of sense, Austin. And I think it's really, I like the idea of yeah, not being addicted to those those dopamine hits. And um, right, it looks yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 easy to happy. Yeah, I've had that experience where I've had like uh, something offers that I'm uh, partnered in back in the day where it was like. All right, we're gonna keep this about fifty to one hundred sales a day. We're gonna, you know, like because of inventory, we want to. We're gonna grow it, like, like all that stuff. And then you have some big affiliate come in and blow it out of the water, and like suddenly, you know, you're doing like five hundred sales, like seven hundred sales, and then you're like, "Well, I want more." You get like, you know, something just weird happens in your brain, and and then you, you get like so excited. And then, but then again, most of the time, a bunch of shit breaks, and then you're like, "Oh, I really wish I had." Uh, right, you're like, "It'll never stop. It'll be perfect. I'm different than everyone else." <laughs> never is yeah all right that's just about it for today before we finish though let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me i have a private email list where i share high level tricks strategies and insights about copywriting entrepreneurship mindset and more in fact often my podcasts are based on topics i first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier so if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F. A-N, Paul, and then my last name is Georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.